Feel like you've got a lot on your plate, or maybe you've got so much going on it couldn't possibly fit on just one plate. You've got a lot of plates, fully loaded, spinning at full speed. Well, you're not alone, and you've come to the right place. I'm Liz Cerati. Welcome to Seven Plates Spinning, a podcast serving up ideas and inspiration for keeping all those plates in the air. Today, we're talking about procrastination versus precrastination. I had never even heard of precrastination until recently, but I'm very familiar with procrastination. I think we were all warned at least a few dozen times when we were growing up not to put off writing the paper or studying for the exam until the last minute. We're familiar with the perils of procrastination. Well, precrastination is the opposite. It's starting a task as soon as possible. So this got me thinking, am I more of a procrastinator or a precrastinator? If it's work-related, I hate to say that I'm usually more of a procrastinator. If it's in my personal life, I may be more of a precrastinator, which is terrible to say. And I hope no employer's former or future (laughs) (laughs) judge me based on that. But um, but I, I think that might be the way that it, the cookie crumbles in my world. That's my friend Courtney. And I think that like her, my tendency to pro or procrastinate probably depends on the circumstance. If it's a quick hit and I can get it done in a few minutes, I'll start and finish it right away. But if it's a bigger time commitment, then I often find myself putting the task off, procrastinating. In general, I think I've become more of a procrastinator as I've gotten older because I'd rather just get something done so that I'm not wasting energy worrying about getting it done. My friend Jess says that's true of her also. So I used to be a procrastinator and I think within the last seven or eight years, I've become an epic procrastinator. I love that term, Um, by the way. I I do not like deadlines. It really does also stress me out. I love to know that I can put a tie in something and let it go. Yeah, like check it off your list. It's like, it's exactly. on my list. now it's off my list. I feel better. Yeah, and I used to say to my friends, it's the year of letting go, right? So every year I say the same thing and, I'm, I'm, and every year I'm getting better at it. And part of letting go is to say, I don't have anything hanging over my head for the next day. Now, if you're listening to this and thinking that we should all aim to procrastinate less and procrastinate more, it turns out it's not quite that simple. The term procrastination was coined by psychologists who first researched this behavior. And there's one important piece of the definition that I overlooked at first. The researchers defined procrastination as doing things as soon as possible, even if it winds up costing you more time and energy in the end. Now, when we think about starting a task as soon as possible, you might think that that means start thinking about a task as soon as possible, but that's not what it means. It means actually diving in and starting that task Mm -hmm. as soon as possible. That's Dr. Lisa Fournier. She's a professor of psychology at Washington State University who does research on procrastination. You know, my students, oftentimes I assign a paper and right away they start diving in to start writing this paper. They haven't really thought about a thesis statement. They Mm -hmm. haven't thought about you know, how they're going to organize their paragraphs. They they haven't even thought about creating an outline. 
And there, they're rushing into that task right away. They're starting it as soon as possible without really putting much thought into it. So that's a good form of procrastination. Procrastination. Yes. And that might cause them to have to do extra work because they're not going to get it right the first time because they didn't plan it out and they have to redo. Is that exactly? Yeah. Yeah. So procrastination can actually cost you. Yeah. In terms of cognitive effort. Interesting. So we all want to work efficiently. We don't want to create more work or rework for ourselves. But the research Dr. Fournier did found that when they observed people's behaviors in a controlled study setting, that's most often exactly what people do. The study involved placing buckets filled with varying numbers of ping pong balls along a corridor. The participant was standing at one end of the corridor and tasked with carrying the buckets with the balls and depositing them in a container at the opposite end of the hallway. Now, in some cases, the buckets were placed an equal distance from the starting point, and in some cases, they were spaced out so that one bucket was much closer to the starting point and the other closer to the finish line. If um, the buckets were equidistant, so one bucket had more balls and one had less, people would go with a bucket with more balls. But if one was closer to you, they always went to the one that was closer to you. So they wanted to start the task as soon as possible. So So people are just naturally procrastinators. It seemed like it. Um, You know, it was a pretty robust finding that was very surprising to us. It was like 85 to 95% people chose that first bucket and almost on all of the trials. It's a surprising finding, but then again, maybe it's not. Because when I think about what I do, I think I might have picked up that closer bucket first and carried it farther too. And Dr. Fournier says the same is true for her. I think I'm one of those people that yeah. would pick up. <laughs> I think I am too. And here's what I, and tell me if I'm like making a good analogy here, but I liken it to um, I'm driving in a parking lot and that's crowded and I'm looking for a parking spot. And as soon as I see one, even if it's far away, I'm going to take it because um, I just want to get it. I just want to grab it while I see it, even though I know that probably means I'm going to wind up carrying my groceries like five times as long as if I had <laughs> pulled up closer and found something. So I'm like, I'm grabbing it because I'm not going to pass it by, but I'm probably making my life harder than if right, I had Liz, driven Yeah, that's, that right? is a fantastic example. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And a lot of us do do that's that. That's me. Yeah, <laughs> that is totally me. So what's going on here? Dr. Fournier says this procrastination behavior has to do with trying to reduce cognitive effort, meaning we pick up the closest bucket or jump into the work as soon as possible because we want to get that task off our plate as quickly as possible. It's been shown again and again in the literature that people don't typically like to expend more cognitive effort than they need to, and they tend to engage in tasks that will reduce cognitive effort. Um, so it's like the we, equivalent of like checking something off my list. It's like I've right. got that done. I can clear that out of my, my brain. Right. Or uh, the other thing it can mean is it, it might be that what you'll do is you'll tend to engage in activities that don't require much cognitive effort first mm-hmm. <laughs> and kind of get those over with and, um, and uh, put off. Uh, actually engaging in tasks that require more cognitive effort. And it sounds like it can be a good thing because you might be more efficient then, right? I guess, yeah, I definitely do that though. So I was thinking about this um, and and I talked to a few of my girlfriends about it and asked them 
whether they thought they were, you know, procrastinators. And universally, we all were lovers of checklists. I am one (laughs) of my friends. We all love the checklist. But I was saying to them, like, if something can be done in like five minutes or less, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just like a quick win. I will do that first, even if it's not the most important thing on my list. And then if something is going to be either tedious or take a long time or be messy and I have to clean it up afterwards or something like that. Right. (laughs) <laughs> that's definitely going to sit on the list longer. So that's that's in line with what you're describing. Yes, it definitely is. And now where it could be per- become problematic though is if you only keep adding you keep adding to your list these easy things that you can do very quickly and you never get to those never things. do the other things <laughs> yeah. exactly no I find it to just be kind of a motivator and in fact one of my friends said that she puts things on her list that she's already done <laughs> just so that she can have a few things to check off right out of the gate like Win, win, win. Okay, now I feel motivated to do some of this other stuff. And I That's thought that right. was hilarious. Yeah, I think it's that feeling of accomplishment, yes. right? Oh, I'm on a roll. Let's go. You know, look, yeah, I think it's it's kind of rewarding to see those things kind of crossed off your list. And and the more things you can cross off your list, uh, uh, the better. Uh, but I know I'm, I'm obsessive about that as well. But I do notice there's a couple of things that kind of don't really get checked off. Like keep creating new lists, you know, it's like, right. you know, carrying the, the old over. And, over. Right. Yeah. And it's usually things that really do kind of require more time, like you said, or tedious. Right. Like that, which, which cannot be such a good thing. And then there's <laughs> things be. that benefit from pre-planning and, and thought before you act that the outcome might be worse if you just act right away. Like creative things. I think when you, you know, let, the creative juices flow a little bit and take some time to um, marinate on something, you know, that you will likely get a better outcome, I would imagine, than if you just rush in and like check the boxes and get it done and turn in your first, you know, your first pass at something. You're like, I would think that you're not going to get the best outcome that way. Exactly. And I think it could be that, you know, procrastination is really good when the tasks are very simple and they're not really all that important, but things that are really important to you um, or that require some creative energy, it's probably best not to start that task uh, as soon as possible. Uh, Yeah. Like, you know, you're at a furniture store. Oh, I really like this couch. Gee, I'm going to buy it. And not even knowing if it's going to fit in your living room, et cetera. Right, you know, right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not quite that bad, but I definitely <laughs> am someone who like, I, I like to like make a decision and move on. And I make I, so I'll like decide I need to like a, the couch example, like I need mm-hmm. a new couch. I'm going to, and I'll go into the store and like 20 minutes later, I've purchased a couch and I'm leaving. I'm done. And my mom is always saying, you don't let the grass grow under you. I'm like, no, she says this about all things in my life. It's like, when I decide I need to get something done. I just want to get it done and move on. Yes. And, um, but I am someone who likes to research things and like, know my options and do some homework. But when I act, yes. when it actually comes time to do it, I just get it done. Yes. Yes. And that's, that actually shows a nice balance. Doing your research first wouldn't necessarily be a, a suggestion of starting that task as soon as possible, right. or starting that as soon as possible. Now you're kind of taking some time, you know, uh, evaluating your options. That's, that's a, a bit different than procrastination. Procrastination really is almost kind of doing it almost on impulse or reflexively um, without thinking mm-hmm. about it much. So it's okay to put some quick hit tasks at the top of your list, but not if you let them get in the way of the really important stuff you need to get done. That makes sense. 
even though it's sometimes hard to do. Yeah. I mean, I went through this very recently with my son applying for college applications. He's yeah. very much a procrastinator. And by that, mm-hmm. he doesn't think about them in advance. For him, the uh, motivation is that panic. That, yeah. oh my gosh. Guys. Yeah, that works for some and people. Yes, That's like it, a good, yeah. It really does. Yeah. But I, I feel like there he's losing some of the creative aspects that he, he could have maybe, you know, engaged in ahead of time mm-hmm. um, by at least preparing himself. He didn't necessarily have to start the application. Just maybe, think about it. Yes, yeah, exactly. But he's a teenage boy, so good luck with exactly. that. Exactly. So, I know. I know. <laughs> so are busy people more likely to be procrastinators, do you think? Because like, it strikes me as something that someone who's juggling a lot, it would be more inclined to procrastinate. Or you really think that everyone is equal opportunity procrastinator? I would think being busy uh, typically will increase procrastination because mm-hmm. you're going to probably have to organize things where some things you're going to have to get done quickly because there's, you know, you've got a huge list right. of things that need to be done. And so some of the things that you know you can do quickly, you're going to boom, boom, boom. You're going to, you know, get those done as soon as you can without putting much thought in them. Uh, and then other things I, I think, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll put off. But hopefully you'll, you'll, if you can really balance things, trying to kind of put that in the back burner and kind of think about those things that are going to require more time, uh, et cetera, to be able to carry those out as, as well. But I think when you're... You're busy, and I should say probably when you're busy and you're conscientious, conscientious mm. in terms of getting it done. If you yeah. don't care, eh, you're not going to be a person. <laughs> I know true. a lot of people that are busy, and it's like, yeah, they're just like, you know what? I get done what I get done. Whatever. If it doesn't get yeah. done. I know. And for me, that stresses me out. I'm just like, what? yeah, I'm with you. you. Yeah. <laughs> what about gender differences? Because I would be tempted to have the hypothesis that that women would be more likely to be procrastinators the way you describe. Yeah. Did you see any kind of gender? You know, we have not, but it's likely because our sample sizes just haven't been big enough to really Mm. investigate that. Follow-up study. Yes, exactly. I mean, I might be biased to say that women in general might be more conscientious, but it could just be really this characteristic of conscientiousness. There's, I'm sure, plenty of men that are also conscientious and... um, uh, yeah, I think, you know, but we oftentimes have to prioritize, you know, what needs to be done now. And, you know, can I do this, this, these things here very quickly and mm-hmm. squeeze that in? And mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean, I'm biased, I think. Cause I am a woman and I feel very and you're busy. So yeah, exactly. You're busy, conscientious woman. Yes. Right. Exactly. I think there are likely a lot of busy, conscientious women out there listening to this. So I guess we'd all do well to watch for the pitfalls of procrastination. I've talked a lot about urgent versus important tasks with my teams at work. It's easy in a professional setting to get bogged down with all of the tight deadline, quick turn tasks, and then find that you never seem to have time to get started on that big hairy project that has maybe no set deadline, but happens to be critical strategic importance to the business. So at work, we try to put processes in place to make sure that the important work didn't get totally overtaken by the urgent. And the takeaway here for me is to make sure that I'm applying that same discipline in my personal life. We're all getting pulled in a million directions each day, juggling not only what we need to do for ourselves on a given day, but what others need from us as well. And it all seems to need to get done right away. 
But there are things, some of them very important, that get pushed aside in order to accomplish the urgent things. So here's my plan. I'm sticking with my checklists because I love them and I don't think I can live without them. But I am going to start splitting my list into two columns, the urgent and the important. And I'm going to make sure that for every three urgent quick hit items I check off, I check off at least one important item as well. We'll see how it goes. I'm interested to hear how you manage this balancing act in your life. So drop me a note at liz at sevenplatespinning.com. That's liz at the number seven, platespinning.com. I'd love to hear from you. And I'm also starting to plan out topics for episodes for the podcast in 2021. And I would also love to hear from you about what topics you'd like to hear covered. So please send any ideas my way. That's all for today's episode. And I'll talk to you again next week. If you enjoyed today's episode, please visit sevenplatespinning.com and subscribe to continue listening. And consider leaving a rating or a review on whatever platform you access the podcast. I so appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. 